my fellow freedom low sovereign thinkers. Thank you for tuning to LL3 Podcast. My name is Craig, transmitting for the beautiful realms of planet Earth. Today's date is Tuesday, May 31st, 2022. This is episode 1529, entitled Beyond the Hype on School Shootings and Mass Vax Triggers Spike in Cases. Before I proceed, you could find me on multiple social media sites and podcast channels. Just type in Loki Luck number three, Roman numeral three, or Loki Luck Roman number three podcast. In addition, if you want to contact me, you can go to Loki Luck numbers zero three at protonmail.com. If you want to donate, go to paypal.me or cash.app forward slash Loki Luck number three. Yes, hurricane season starts tomorrow in the Atlantic and the Pacific. Looks like there's a hurricane happened over there in the Pacific area of Mexico. Hopefully everyone's doing being safe in that area. And um, I was just like browsing around, listening to some of the conversations. It looks like uh, it was a Sussman was found not guilty. Sussman, Michael Sussman, acquitted trial. Reveal Clinton role in Russia collision hoax. <laughs> so, a lot of questions on that. And you have to expect it. Remember, what we're dealing with right now is a big cloak and dagger adventure. This is a century of endurance, my friends. So, we got to show true perseverance on overcoming these tyrannical bobbleheads. Whether it's in these United States, Canada... Europe, Asia, Australia, it don't matter. This is occurring worldwide. Yes, and um, I was like checking out this one article that was from um, the, the American Free Press. I'm a subscriber, by the way. Good stuff. And, um, and actually, it was like, talking about what occurred with uh, with the one, one um, lady who is a... Uh, Journalist, and it looks like they don't want to, this uh, tab don't want to work with me, but I'm getting it right now. So I'm a subscriber to the American Free Press. Go to AmericanFreePress.net, and there's some good deals. Support them. One of the last real newspapers that's um, weekly, bi-weekly. And this is one thing about is um, Shireen Abu Akali, Akali, and she was a uh, American journalist who was shot in the face by an Israeli sniper for several days after killing the Israeli government ludicrously insisted that she has probably been shot by a Palestinian um, Israeli President Nafali Bennett which is another Zionist stooge and wants to tweet blaming Palestinians and of course you know the attack occurred and they had some um Israeli nationalists and their lackeys were going, throwing stuff at the mourners. The Israeli police attacked her funeral, bursting through she, the gates of St. Joseph Hospital. They threw stun guns and mourners beat them. Beat, mourners beat them with batons and punched and kicked them. And there's actually footage on that too. You could, I could thank the Doug Owens from Blacklisted News and Zero Hedge for putting this out. And, um, and it's really fun because it looks like they don't want to investigate. Hey, there's really government don't want to investigate this. You know what? You know what I got to say? That you're just like the Nazis, Israeli government. You know, and one thing for sure, you're not Semites. You're not more than gino-infested pigs that had this 
Vladimir Lenin as your Lord and Savior. Okay, and many Palestinians out there are Jews or be treated like garbage by these sons of bitches. Excuse my language. This is why what constitutes anti-Semitism. What, criticizing the Israeli government is anti-Semitic? It's invalid. It's watered-down propaganda. When someone loses a debate, they'll call you a racist. It's equivalent in the same bracket. Unmerited. This really gets me because, hey, you know what I say? How about with hey, any Nazi war criminals? Don't ship them to Israel. Would you like that? They'll have an effing cow for sure. And they'll call us Nazi sympathizers. But it's okay to emulate those, them. Emulate the ones they despise. It's all not more than projection. Doublespeak. Hypocrisy. That's what I call I call them out on this. It's the war on journalism, folks. The war on the press. And she's just another disturbing example. And what's going on when it comes to journalists worldwide. And it's a real deep shame what happened to this woman. I don't see the U.S. government getting involved in this. All right? So, you know what? This is what happens when, you, when, you, when your government is influenced by foreign nations or entities. John Jay warned us about this on Federalist Papers 2 through 5. All right? That is a fact. He gave us the heads up, and so did George Washington's farewell address on September, I think it's 19th, 1796. All right, so let that sink in, my friends. So I don't really think about it. If you don't learn from the past, we're damn to repeat it. If you're going to call me any semi, I'll wear the badge of honor when it comes to ginos. Trying to use that rhetoric, and it's void without force. And there's nothing against the Israeli people in general. There's some beautiful folks out there that hate what's going on, and I don't blame them one bit. So that's how I got to look at this, and it's really disturbing indeed. So um, this is why I, I do shows like this. I should do more, but at times coming, I'll be hitting other other sites. Going to Spreaker and all that. And it looks like I'm going to tell YouTube to stick it. I've been having issues with them. Due to the fact that um, they're trying to censor my episodes for no apparent reason whatsoever. I got, I got to repeat or appeal it every time. Give me, grow up. Grow up. And by the way, that uh, one Sputnik, the one CEO Sputnik went to the, was at the World um, Economic Forum. In Davos, Switzerland. Tells you where she stands. I will spread my legs to the one world order. Yay! Symbolically speaking. Well, this is why, folks. Just say no to technocracy. So that's been, um, happened with Sarah Hemp, with uh, Miss uh, Shireen Abu um, Akhle. So it's very disturbing and, um, U.S. officials want to ignore the brazen murder. You know what? You're a bunch of cowards and China Uncle Toms and Angel Mamas. <laughs> That's all I got to say about it. So, um, hey, I'm against all foreign aid, including stop funding Israel as well. Too bad. You're any you're any semite No, I'm not. If people want to donate to them, that's voluntary, not mandatory. Or, other words, coerce. 
So I don't support involuntary servitude, including that. So um, yeah, so we're gonna be looking at a few things here. I'm like browsing through and I see glam boy Trudeau, everyone calling Fidel Jr. to freeze all handgun sales in Canada in the latest act of war against citizens. Yep, the globalist Uncle Tom himself. Where's his, I, I love my daddy's uh, sex doll. <laughs> Uncle, yeah, Fidel Jr. there, right? And of course, police in Yovaldi purposely ignored active shooter traveling, training, fueling speculation of false flag engineered event aimed. This is from Natural News. And it says here, 21 black White House staffers to exit post amid workplace frustrations. It's from Breitbart. Gas prices soar to record high. AC states hovering around $5 a gallon. And thank you in the name of neo-mercantilism. Without you, I would be wealthy, affording everything I need. That's right. Thank you, white privilege Biden and your cornball pathetic administration because all you believe you know about business and you never pay your dues because you use palmolive soap through your entire career and BS your way to get to the top. <laughs> right? Absolutely. And of course, Sam Breitbart, Ukrainian Archbishop, we are defeating our enemy with our resilience. Okay. Well, it's a total opposite. And of course, massive fire breaks out at poultry farm that supplies eggs to major supermarkets. That's from Blacklisted News. Doug Owen, he always does this, he always does good in these areas. I always give him props, you know. And uh, of course, right here from uh, Infowars, Tulsi Gabbard slams WEF's Great Reset Agenda must be condemned by all of us. And I do remember she was involved with the Council of Foreign Relations. So there's a lot of um, a lot of uh, questions on her, but. When she's right, I will support it. Doesn't mean we're going to be friends. And of course, that um, SHCF plans happened like yesterday. Russia cuts off gas supply to Netherlands over failure to pay in rubles. Uh, just how about this on trade um, hemp? You know? <laughs> All right. Well, here's another thing too. Truth confirmed. Research proves two more conspiracy theories related to vaccine shedding pregnant women. This is from the COVID blog. Of course, police released key new details in DUI arrest of Nancy Pelosi's husband. That is from the World Net Daily, or Western Journal. And of course, right here, World Net Daily, U.S. passed the train to combat anti-Israel extremism on 10-day Holy Land trip. Hopefully, hopefully they call him anti-Semitic, he's wearing a badge of honor. From the National Pulse. White House Supply Chain Advisor is a World Economic Forum climate change activist who worked at Hunter Biden's Think tank. <laughs> Sorry to hear about that. Okay. And uh, Epoch Times, J J James Biden denies being Biden family fixer after appearing in nephew's hundreds emails. So I'm going to go down here. Oh, of course, we're here. Canada and G7 partners endorse global network approach to handling pandemics. Yep. So but Justin Trudeau's like, give it to me, globalist. I want to push it real good. So, and of course, we got LifeSite News. Major League Baseball's Detroit, Detroit Tigers to funnel ticket sales through gender-affirming procedures for kids. <laughs> Good grief. And there's a news war. Three migrants drowned in Rio Grande. Three more rescued. And, of course, right here. Left-wing outlet Daily Beast apologized to man who turned over Hunter Biden laptop to FBI. Repent, my brother, repent. This one's it from LifeSite News, too. Attorney says, 
World Health Organization is endangering American, America's national sovereignty. Yeah, remember, the Senate should say no. It's invalid until they approve it. So void and without force. Of course, big league politics, CRISPR gene editing, mad science experiments turn sweet hamsters into vicious monsters. And of course here, Joe Rogan warned against punishing law-abiding gun owners. Freedom lost are rarely regained. Not really, as long as you exercise natural rights and we do got nullification to any commandeering doctrine, Mr. Rogan. They can stick it, as far as I'm concerned. And I go down here, London, uh, Virginia School Board is looking at restoring schools named for Confederate leaders. <laughs> Good grief. We're going to have a bunch of, uh, bunch of uh, Huey and Deweys that never pay their dues. Okay, well, we'll just get these wussies on there. That sounds so masculine anyway. And, uh, uh, and of course, it says here, uh, the Washington Free Beacon exposed how China helps Iran evade sanctions through multi-billion multi dollar oil scheme. And okay, and then go down here. Uh, interesting here, Susan Gone Wild, Pennsylvania, Dem Zoom through traffic during virtual campaign event video show. And of course, Talk Thursday says trans swimmer has unfair advantage. That's from Summit News. Don't think so. DeSantis says Florida will reject pandemic treaty by who? Of course. The Senate can the Senate can say no. And you know, everyone else can say no. Alright, and of course, it's you know, from Great Game India, California to adopt medical misinformation bill targeting alternative COVID-19 treatment. So they want to violate your natural rights under Article 1, Section 1 of the California Constitution. But, oh, we're lawyers. There are loopholes in that. Yeah, please. All these wet dream hacks. All right. And of course, 30 years of gun manufacturing in America. Look that up. And, okay, I'm, I'm just browsing through here. Let's see what the postal media has to post. Millennial has to say. Trump slams corrupt legal system following acquittal of Michael Sussman. And uh, Pazbiak details civilian trade and arms humanitarian aid in Ukraine. And Rare, R-A-I-R Foundation, Ireland, ex-soldier convicted of belonging to the Islamic State. Reclaim the internet, the net. This one here, the Connecticut to hire misinformation expert who will urge social media sites you censor false posts, so violate your free speech under your state constitution, the constitution state. Oh, yeah, change it to the tyrannical blasphemous state, right? All right, so um, this is funny. And uh, Mr. C Newsbusters, this AR 15's gotta go. Whoopi's coming for your AR. I want it. You know what, fat ass? Come and get it on your own without police assistance. Let's see how tough you are. Hungry, hungry hippo. Another Hollywood scum queen that she is. And it's very disappointing because I, I can respect her as an actress. But her political views, I take a dump and I find that more achieving than what she says. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, this is a claim here on Envolvi. Russia finds evidence of gruesome crimes in Ukraine. Red Cross keeping catalog of Ukrainian children with healthy. Okay, so... Ooh, so um, so you gotta look at everything here. Very interesting. So check out sensor.news.
You know, it's not that hard. And at least everything's right there. And if you got something to share with me, ring it. Don't be shy. All right, let's start off right now with um, American Thinker came out today. School shootings beyond the hype and spin. This is by Brian C. Junda, MD. So he's a medical doctor. And let's see what it says here. Every school shooting is, tra is tragic, including the recent massacre in Uvalde, Texas. Predictably, politicians and pundits are quick to politicize the issue to suit their personal agendas while offering any thoughtful analysis or potential solutions. It is impossible to eliminate wanton murder that dates back to Cain and Abel and is unfortunately part of the human condition, but certain measures might prevent some of these horrific instances in the future. Start with the spin. President Joe Biden, in prepared remarks after Uvalde shooting, asked, but these kinds of mass shootings never happen with the kind of frequency that they happen in America. Quote, unquote. Actually, the opposite. The five worst mass shootings worldwide occurred outside the U.S., as did in 32 of the top 50, contradicting Biden's assertion. If there is an inviolable blame of on ill-defined assault weapons, that's a quote, which is made up an ambiguous term invented by the anti-gun lobby in the 1980s, perhaps the confusion lies in the distinction between automatic and semi-automatic firearms. The latter of being what most gun owners and law enforcement use, and the former being machine guns, which are incredibly difficult for civilians to obtain legally. President Biden claimed when we passed the assault weapons ban, mass shootings went down. When the law expired, mass shootings tripled. That's a quote. Yet, the Department of Justice funded study report, quote, the decline in assault weapons was used was offset throughout at least the late 1990s by steady or rising use of other guns equipped with large capacity magazines in jurisdictions studied, quote, unquote. In other words, Ban one type of gun, a different one will fill the void. After all, it is not the gun itself that chooses to murder people, but the person holding the gun, knife, bat, or another lethal weapon of choice. What can be done? First and foremost, the American mental health system is broken. This is not a problem nearly 60 years ago. President John F. Kennedy addressed this issue. Mental illness and mental retardation are among our most critical health problems. They occur more frequently, affect more people, require more prolonged treatment, cause more suffering by the families of the afflicted, waste more of our human resources, and constitute more financial drain, both public, the public treasury and the personal finances of the individual families than any other single condition. Little has changed since 1963, and any subsequent president could have delivered the same remarks. How many mass shooters are mentally ill, untreated, or inadequate treated? due to deficiencies in our mental health care system. A Stanford University team studied 35 mass shooting cases that occurred in the United States between 1982 and 2019 and involved shooters who survived and were brought to trial. They discovered that 28 had mental illness diagnosis, 18 had schizophrenia, and 10 had other diagnoses, including bipolar disorder, delusional disorder, personality disorders, and substance-related disorders. America's mental health system is fragmented due to politics and money. And for some, for some administrations, mental health is a priority, and for others, 
a pot of money that can be spent on other initiatives. Inpatient hospitalization has given away to outpatient therapy, which may not be enough for some. Clearly, that those that need help are not getting it. There are also the medications used to treat some mental illnesses, specifically selective serotonin repotate inhibitors. That's the first time I've pronounced that word, those, word, that, those two words. Commonly prescribed for depression. For those with depression, increased serotonin levels can be life-changing for the better. But there's also a potential dark side. These SSRI antidepressants carry the following on their product's label, product label. Anxiety, agitation, panic attacks, insomnia, irritability, hostility, aggressiveness, impulsivity, acathesia, hypomania, and mania have been reported in adult and pediatric patients being treated with antidepressants for major depressive disorder as well as for indications both psychiatric and non-psychiatric. Is there an association between the SSRI antidepressants and violent behavior such as shootings or actual um, causation? Wouldn't that be more useful area of inquiry rather than a knee-jerk blaming of the weapon, ignoring the state of mind of the person holding the weapon? But mental health care is expensive, we are told. The U.S. just sent $40 billion to Ukraine while ignoring problems in our own backyard, including mental health and an open border, the latter emitting potential shooters or terrorists, and creating a constant state lockdowns in near-border towns such as Uvalde, leaving many dulled the danger they were in until it was too late. Aside from school shootings, which garnered media and politician attention, what about the carnage in American cities? Chicago leads the way with 811 people killed and injured in mass shootings since September 2018. I call them mass murders with a firearm. I'd be better. While Uvalde was tragic, is there a similar outrage over mass murder in Chicago and other U.S. cities? There are other common-sense measures, as former President Donald Trump described in his recent speech to the NRA. School buildings with a single point of entry, fencing, metal detectors, and other tech measures to stop unauthorized school entry, hardened classroom doors like airline cockpits. After 9-11, did we ban air travel and planes, or did we secure cockpits and screen passengers? Retired police or military could be hired as school guards, meaningful work for already trained and competent individuals who may be happy to earn some extra money for a good cause during a retirement. Select teachers could also be trained in arm as an added layer of protection like air marshals flying on airplanes. And yes, I do support the Guardian program. All right, and I'll just let you, let you folks know on that, okay? A real life example of how an armed civilian can stop a shooter occurred in West Virginia at the same time as a Uvalde shooting, which not surprisingly is being ignored by the media. Zero has reported, quote, instead of waiting for the police to arrive, a woman with a concealed carry license in West Virginia acted fast to stop a crazed man with an AR-15 style rifle who was about to kill dozens of people at a graduation party. Suppose she was a teacher at Uvalde. 
the story might be played out differently. And another thing too, just to give you folks know, on the concealed carry over there in West Virginia, long to 21 and over, not a felon, you can open or conceal carry without a permit. That's 21 and over, okay? I just give you those facts. You can look it up yourselves. All right, so I'll continue on here. Labeling schools as gun-free zones is an invitation for shooters who know there will be no one to offer resistance to stop them. Would, would additional laws help? The shooter commits a commit a felony simply by carrying a gun on a school property. Homicide is already illegal. Additional laws only seem to hamper the law abiding, not the criminals who, by the definition, break law. Break the law. Yep, I can say that. When they try to do the Band-Aid treatment by the state on the 21 and over to, to purchase a long rifle for a three-day wait period at the state level, which is illegal because you have to go through protocol. Now, I'm not afraid to say it, folks. I let all those idiots in there in Tallahassee vote for it. You chose poorly. You are constitutional illiterates on the state level. Because the fact is this. You got to petition it. And if, it, if it's enough signatures and it's approved by the judicial branch, then you can do the, not the judicial branch, but the Constitutional Committee. Then you can put it on the ballot. All right. Those are, those are facts. So I've lived here for South Florida for a long time. I know these things. All right. And I'll, I'll probably repeat myself for the, for the long-time listeners, but you know the drill. Got to be... Article 12, okay, of the Florida Constitution. Uh, continue on. Waiting for the police to arrive and neutralize the shooter is a non-starter. The expression, quote, when seconds matter, help is minutes away. <laughs> right, unquote. Understands how poorly Yavaldi was handled by the police. Instead of minutes, it was at least an hour during which police surrounded a school but were apparently told to stand down, giving the shooter more than an hour to rack up the death count. Imagine if there were armed teachers or security guards at the school to neutralize the shooter, or if the police responded immediately rather than waiting for an hour for reinforcements. And it's interesting because I know some of the stuff here, even the New York Times uh, called him out on it. I'm like, good, I can see these reporters from these mainstream newspapers call go after these folks. As long as you got your facts, that's what counts. A famously quote falsely attributed to Edmund Burke applies Quote, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing, unquote. The police, for whatever reason, did nothing until it was too late. Ultimately, schools need to protect themselves from evil. Additional gun control measures ironically makes matters worse, preventing schools from self-protection. Suppose government officials and the media took a thoughtful and reasoned approach to natural tragedies, including school shootings, COVID, border security, energy inflation, and how a, and a host of other problems created misery for so many Americans. Instead, we are in the same hack-and-eyed uh, hack excuses and foolish proposed solutions that only exacerbate existing problems. Rather than doing the right thing, it's all about politics, how to spin tragedy to score political points. Uh, look what uh, Master Beto O'Rourke trying to do, right? Flamboy hack. No wonder America is in such a mess and less than a quarter of Americans think the country is heading in the right direction. Instead of leadership, we are served up a whooping dose of hype and spin. 
He's a physician, by the way, and um, I like this article. It's very relevant, and it does have good, great amount of merit. And this is why it always dawns on me when people want to be habitual offenders on these events. They're horrific. But a lot of stuff is coming out. And I think the feds need to butt out, put, bring us to a state level. I think the state should handle this, not the federal government. Call, but, you know, subpoena those parasites that are involved and all the jerk-offs with badges that sit down and did nothing. Those ones, that's, that's the ones that have done dearly squat. And, um, of course, the board employees that went in. Give them homage for that. I love to hear, hear what they have to say. I, su I suggest them to take it to alternative media, not this mainstream garbage. And if, if the mainstream media want to check it out, send that, send that link to them. <laughs> Unfiltered to the core. But, um, yeah, this is why I've been saying this multiple times. Technically, the police are not obligated to protect an individual. So I'm media tort liability. Texas has, those, has that in the books as well. And uh, some, a lot of schools in those counties have uh, armed teachers and so forth, but this particular area didn't have anything. One school resource officer. But um, even that didn't work out because claim he left and there's no, no one to cover. That is disturbing. There's a lot of questions on this event. That's why many people do call it a false flag. Like it's done by design, socially engineered. Let's make that difference than saying, oh, it's only a fairy tale. No, 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 I don't. People that know my, don't hear my show for a long time understand when I say false, it's a false flag event that means no one died. Okay, so that's to give you guys a heads up on it. But don't believe the hype, know the facts. And there's great information sites out there you should check out. Look at their timelines for it happen. I know a lot of people are infuriated, including the ones in these particular institutions that are supposed to protect the civil public the best they can. They are pissed off as well. I don't blame them one bit. No one likes being insulted when it comes to protecting loved ones, especially the children. And doing these tyrannical measures Registration, all that is void and without force. Don't even think about it. All those loud mouths out there say we want to take your guns, take your firearms, your particular weapons. Like I said before, come out and do it yourself without any assistance. And we'll see how tough you beakers are. That's all you are, rhetorical beakers. Me, 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 me. That's a fact. Well, left me um, digressing on this matter. I don't want to digress. If I, if I have, I apologize. We're going to do one more here. And this one came from... Came from... Um, oh, shoot. EpochTimes.com. They have a section called Bright. It was written by Dr. Joseph Mercola and Mike Whitney. 
This one's entitled Max Vaccination Triggers Spike in Cases Deaths. See what you have to say here. Researchers have confirmed that it is not the SARS-CoV-2 virus itself damaging the body cells. It's the spike protein, and it does this by binding ACE2, which can lead to mitochondrial damage. And there's a video on here, nice little video clip, of the impact of COVID vaccination mortality, and it's very chilling. This is from the website, Vaccination and Death in Kurdistan, COVID19.healthdata.org. See what they say here at a glance. COVID-19 cases have uh, risen sharply in every country that has launched a mass vaccination campaign. Cambodia began its vaccination campaign in early February 2021 after having compiled zero fatalities after it started its vaccination program. The deaths started piling up. One moment. Had the hiccups there, sorry. It could be that something in the vaccine itself is killing people. Salk researchers confirmed that the main damage from COVID is caused by the spike protein, not the virus. If that's the case, then why are we injecting people with vaccines that teach, teach their cells to make spike proteins? Because you got those scumbags out there will comply. We will do it for our own good, sir. Thank you, master. Yeah, I have the right to mock these people. 118 million Americans have now been injected with a cloth-generated spike protein. No one knows how long these potentially lethal proteins remain trapped in the lining of the blood vessels or what damage they might eventually do. Now that cases have dropped across the U.S., why not ease up on the vaccinations until there's a better grasp of long-term risk? Analysis by Mike Whitney. And it says here, COVID cases have simply, uh, risen sharply in nearly every country that has launched a mass vaccination campaign. Watch this short video before YouTube removes it. One, why is this happening? Mass vaccinations was supposed to reduce the threat of COVID, but in the short term, it appears to make it much worse. Why? And why is COVID now surging in four or five of the most vaccinated countries, according to Forbes magazine? Two, is a quote. Countries with the world's highest vaccination rates, including four of the top five most vaccinated, are fighting to contain coronavirus outbreaks that are on a per capita basis higher than the surge devastating India, a trend that has experts questioned the efficacy of some vaccines and the wisdom of easing restrictions even with the most population vaccinated. Worse than India? How can that be? And why have eight fully vaccinated members of the New York Yankees tested positive for COVID? Here are the stories from the Associated Press. Quote, New York Yankees shortstop Glaber Torres tested positive for COVID-19 despite being fully vaccinated and having previously contacted the coronavirus during the offseason. Torres is among eight so-called breakthrough positives. Among the Yankees, people were tested positive despite being fully vaccinated. Unquote. I wonder why. And if that's not confusing enough, check out what's going on in Cambodia. Cambodia began its vaccination campaign in early February, and after having compiled zero fatalities, that's right, 
No country had no COVID deaths until March 2021. A few weeks later, after starting its vaccination program, and that's when the deaths start piling up. As you can see in the eye of popping chart below, and you can see the, uh, the chart on there. Zero COVID fatalities until after vaccination campaign. So let's see if we figure this out. There were zero fatalities before launching a vaccination campaign, but soon after the injections began, the fatalities started to do mount. Started to mount. Do you think there might be a connection here? Do you think that perhaps the deaths are linked to the vaccines? Of course they are. And that's why the media is trying to sweep this story under the rug. It doesn't fit the official narrative about the vaccines. So they decided to vanish the story altogether. Hooray. Poof. And it's gone. And it's actually it's worse than the cover-up because shortly after Biden took off, the CDC changes testing methodology making it harder to test positive. <laughs> In other words, they rigged the system so it would look like fewer fully vaccinated people have contact COVID after inoculation. Dr. Joseph McCullough explains what's going on behind the scenes. Here's a quote. Now the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention has lowered the CT even further in what appears to be clear effort to hide COVID-19 breakthrough cases meaning cases in which fully vaccinated individuals are being diagnosed with COVID-19. It's a big shell game. It's all a big shell game. They're gaming the system to make it look like vaccines are stopping infection when the evidence proved the opposite. And notice the deliberately misleading moniker the media invented for the people who get COVID after being vaccinated. They call them breakthrough cases. Breakthrough, really? If surge... If cases surge in nearly every country that launches a mass vaccination campaign, there is nothing breakthrough about it. It's a predictable result of a failed experiment. Here's more from an article titled COVID Rates Post-Vaccination Around the World. It says here, quote, The government assumed that you're, if you vaccinate lots of people and the problem goes away. But the questioners among us do not, do not assume that. Especially having read the FDA briefing document for the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. For an example, many of us had questions after reading it. On page 42, it states, Suspected COVID-19 cases that occurred within seven days after any vaccination were 409 in the vaccination group versus 287 in place bow group. It is possible that the imbalance in suspected COVID-19 cases in the seven-day post-vaccination represents vaccine reactogenicity with symptoms that overlap with those of COVID-19. Overall, though, these data do not raise concern, a concern that protocol-specified reporting of suspected but unconfirmed COVID-19 cases could have masked clinically significant adverse events that would not have otherwise been detected. FDA knew vaccinated people more likely to contract COVID. WTF? What the F, right? So the FDA knew that vaccinated people were more likely to contract COVID than those in the placebo group. But they approved the vaccines anyway. Is that criminal negligence or just plain old stupidity? And remember, it's under the Emergency Use Authorization, or EUA. Please read the uh, 
please read the above paragraph again and decide whether would you have given the sketchy injections the green light or not. Here's more in the same from the same article. Quote, following the following show data around the world from some selected locations. It is, of course, vital to stress that correlation is not ca um, causation and that there are countries where vaccine rollout does not proceed or coincide with increased infections. However, I feel I have been unable to find any nation where COVID rates have begun to drop after vaccination started or where a drop coincided with vaccination starting. In Indonesia, for example, the COVID rate was falling when vaccination started and seems to have been unaffected in this tra um, trajectory by the vaccine being rolled out. The reader can look at, up these charts for him and herself on the website. Have a look at these and see what you make of them, unquote. <laughs> okay, so the author is trying to put the most terrible spin on vaccine performances as possible. He says correlation is not causation, which means don't trust your eyes when you look at the charts because if you do, you'll draw the obvious conclusion that vaccines greatly increase your chance of getting COVID in a few weeks afterwards, unquote. The charts will also convince you that Fauci, Biden, and the media have been lying through their teeth about the effectiveness of vaccines. Please check out the charts in the article and judge for yourself. Here's more. Quote, what is very clear looking at the world data worldwide is that vaccinations are certainly not associated with reliable fall in COVID cases in any predictable time frame. This alongside the observations in the trial surely must be addressed. What is happening here? It is just that vaccinations are coincidentally being rolled out the same time as outbreaks are due. Are due. In very many places, or is the vaccine not working immediately? If not, why not? Or is the vaccine making people more susceptible to infection? If this is the case, it is a temporary effect. What caused it? How long does it take for any increased susceptibility to diminish? We are told that everyone must be vaccinated, but how can free informed consent be given under these conditions? Unquote. These are good questions, all good questions. Unfortunately, Dr. Fauci and company don't plan to answer any of them. Instead, their allies in the media are doing everything they can to disappear the story and deflect attention to other things. I am being too harsh. Maybe, but maybe not harsh enough. Reason to doubt vaccine makers' reassurances. Take a look at this clip from the piece of the conversation woman titled, Every Reason to Doubt the Vaccine Makers' Reassurances. So you can watch the videos, all that's on this, um, on, on this article. So this is what I have to say here. Quote, I have reported previously on the staunchly spike in deaths that occurred alongside an intensive vaccination campaign in Gibraltar, Gibraltar, excuse me, where the smallest community consequently developed the highest COVID death rate in the world. We also know that thousands of deaths have been seen in the U.S., EU, and U.K. in the wake of COVID vaccinations, often immediately after the jab has been administered. The manufacturers leading medical journalists, most governments insist these deaths are unrelated to the vaccine. 
In many instances, the death and serious illness have been attributed to coincidental infection with the virus. But evidence is mounting that for some, especially the weak and elderly, the vaccine itself is creating and worsening the very illness against which is supposed to be protective. A worrying phenomenon which appears consistently in COVID vaccine studies is a spike in purported infections, which occurs precisely during the three-week period and usually immediately following the jab. The researchers raise the possibility that the jab may trigger symptoms likened to COVID-19 symptoms, including fever in those recently exposed to the virus. He suggests the, suggests the mechanism may be a depression in immunity caused by a loss of white blood cell post-jab observed in both Pfizer and AstraZeneca trials, making the vaccines making the I like the vaccinees <laughs> more vulnerable to the virus in the short term, unquote. Okay, so the author arrives at the same conclusion as the previous author. Maybe the vaccine makes people more susceptible to the virus by lowering their defenses and thus inviting infection. That's certainly one possibility, but there are other possibilities that could be infinitely more serious. Let's take a look here. Quote, it is not just generally acknowledged that the jab is designed to protect us by provoking ourselves into producing the very toxin that makes the virus more dangerous than its predecessors in the coronavirus family. This toxin, known as the spike protein, can damage not just the lungs, but may also affect the organs such as brains, heart, and kidneys. The reasoning behind administering the jab is that temporary exposure to the toxin may provide long-term protection against becoming ill from the virus. Early indications are that this strategy is working, although it is not all certain yet. With what extent to the fall-off in infection rates seen in intensely vaccinated populations is seasonal and related to the wave of infection, or if it's a lasting benefit. But there is also a very a real possibility supported by animal experiments as well as by the studies cited above that the vaccine itself may produce symptoms in vulnerable people which are then attributed to COVID-19. The damage to health may be especially severe in an individual who has been recently or is concurrently infected with the actual virus. There is therefore every reason to doubt the manufacturer's assurance that the death and injuries seen to the company vaccination and that some instances look like that are being attributed to COVID-19 are unrelated to the jabs. The situation is serious enough for some doctors and scientists to be calling for moratorium on further COVID vaccinations until it has been properly investigated, unquote. So could that be something the vaccine itself is killing people? That is one distinct possibility. Sure, the drug companies and public health officials dismiss the idea with a wave of the hand, but medical professionals and scientists think the danger is significant enough to demand that the mass vaccination program be temporarily terminated. Main damage from COVID caused by spike protein. Some readers will recall the Salk Institute study, which shows that SARS-CoV-2's distinctive spike protein damage cells confirming COVID-19 as a primarily vascular disease 
Here's an excerpt from an article dated April 30th, 2021. Quote, in the new study research, the researchers created a pseudovirus that's surrounded by SARS-CoV-2 classic crown of spike proteins, but did not contain any actual virus. Exposure to this pseudovirus resulted in damage to the lungs and arteries of an animal model, proving that the spike protein alone was not enough to cause disease. Tissue samples showed inflammation and endothelial cells lining the pulmonary artery walls. Note vascular endothelial cells in the entire circulatory system from the heart to the smallest capillaries. The team has then, rep then replicated this process in the lab exposing healthy endothelial cells, which lines arteries to the spike protein they show that the spike protein damaged the cells by binding ACE2. This binding disrupted ACT2's molecular signaling to mitochondria organelles that generate energy for cells, causing the mitochondria me, to become damaged and fragmented. Previous studies show a similar effect when cells were exposed to the SARS-CoV-2 virus. This is the first study to show that the damage occurs when the cells are exposed to spike protein on its own, unquote. The specific report cannot be overstated. The salt researchers are confirming that the main damage from COVID is caused by the spike protein, not the virus. And if that's the case, then why we are ejecting people with vaccines that teach their cells to make spike proteins? It makes no sense at all, and how does this affect our understanding of the phenomenon that we've seen in countries around the world, that is, the sharp rise in cases following mass vaccinations, allowing me to offer a plausible but as yet unproven explanation. The sharp rise in cases and deaths following mass vaccination is not related to COVID, the respiratory illness, but COVID, the vascular disease. The vascular component is mainly the result of spike protein produced by the cell by cells in the lining of the blood vessels, endothelium, that are activating platelets that cause blood clots and bleeding. And I continue on here. The other main factor is autoimmune reaction in which killer lymphocytes attacks one's own body triggering widespread inflammation and potential organ failure. In short, in short, the post-injection fatalities are caused by the spike proteins produced by the vaccines and not by COVID. Once again, look at the chart of Cambodia. There are no deaths prior to the vaccination. All the deaths came afterwards. That suggests that the fatalities are attributable to the vaccines. One final thought, 118 million Americans now have been injected with a clot-generating spike protein. At present, no one seems to know how long these potentially lethal problems remain trapped in the line of the blood vessels or what damage they might eventually do. Keep that in mind. Would this, would this be a good time to exercise a bit of caution? Why not ease up on the vaccinations until we have a better grasp of the long-term risk? That would be the sensible approach, right? Just postpone further injections until product safety can be assured. If there was ever a time for caution, this is it. This was originally published on May 27th, 2021 from Mercola.com.
I've been reading the COVID cases from opencoviddata.com or .org. And it really baffles the mind. And you got these businesses still want you to be, have you be fully vaccinated. And they don't even have a confounded clue on the long-term effects or anything. They want a quick fix. Stop living in fear. Stop playing medical apartheid. Stop discriminating people if they refuse to take the shot or not. Yeah, I, I can say that. I've been a victim of it. If you don't hear me bitching or complaining, I do. Time for all those Sputniks, these so-called obtuse geniuses. Better look in the mirror, do your damn homework, instead of listening to a bunch of mouthpieces go, and go, Okay, master. Yes, boss. Stop being a bunch of house and field peasants. As far as I'm concerned, you're violating people's rights. I'm making a living. And condemning them for their belief system. Yeah, I can say that. Bunch of gym, medical Jim Crow scumbags. That's what you guys are. If you want to pursue this. Now, I'm not afraid to say it to your face. Because you're not more than a bunch of pencil neck geeks anyway. A bunch of Palmolivist hacks. That's one thing I get mad because a lot of good, good people have been shafted. And even some of the unions don't want to represent them. Where are your, where are your testicles? Where's your fortitude? You threw it in the garbage disposal? That's to them as well. Stop being a bunch of paper activists. Keep this real. Support what's right. Health freedom is the key to spiritual prosperity. Prove me wrong if you dare. I would love to hear from you. And that will be it. I thank everyone for listening. Plus, feel free to download and share throughout your social media networks. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns on this interesting one, check out whatever you do, please send a correspondence to the corn. Furthermore, I'll leave the footnotes of these, art- of these two articles on my page. If you want to contact me, go to LokiLuckNumbers03 at ProtonMail.com. Want to donate? Go to PayPal.me or Cash.app forward slash Loki Luck Number Three. Once again, thank you for your time. But always remember that the maniac resistance is healthy for the soul and can liberate humanity. Plus, support the Epoch Times and/or American Thinker. These guys are doing the damnest to give you broad information that. The fish, the mainstream garbage, lamestream media don't want you to know. All right. So once again, thank you for your time. But always remember that the maniac resistance is healthy for the soul and can liberate humanity. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Keep on spreading the love. And may your guardian spirits be with you.